time. But I come to tell you today, I got a word from the Lord. And I do know and I do understand that that's where the blockage is coming from. It's coming from the enemy because he doesn't want us to get this word. We've been on a flow. We've been in a, in a realm and, and, and we're just touching what God wants to do in our lives and in our church. Amen. And uh, just if, if, if he could just get us kind of scattered, he can accomplish what he wants. Amen. And so as I get ready to bring the word of the Lord to you today, I, I just want us to close our eyes and lift our hands all across this congregation. And we're just simply going to ask God to block out any distraction, to get anything out of our way that, that, that's piercing us today, that's distracting us from the purpose of God here this morning. And God, I ask you right now, Lord, to flood this place. In every situation, God, I ask you, Lord, God, that you will speak to us directly in this house today, God. Lord, I ask you, God, I take authority over every distraction. God, let us get focused in on your word today. Let us get focused in on your spirit today. Uh, we give you praise and glory. Lord, I thank you for what you've already done. I thank you for the awesome word we've already heard. And God, but Lord, I believe, I believe the best is yet to come. God, I believe, Lord, that you are going to to do something miraculous in this building today. God, I believe, Lord, you're going to turn the coats today, so to speak. God, we're going to see you do a work in this house today. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. As you're being seated, two very important announcements. I don't know if the, uh, Brother Devin probably said it, and I probably missed it, but parents, youth, Congress funds for hotel, I believe it is, is due today. Registration, sorry. Registration is due today. Make sure that gets turned in. And then this all district prayer meeting, the district and section prayer meeting on the 4th at Gainesville, uh, Apostolic Faith. It is invite the whole, everybody's churches are invited. We're going to try to pack that place because we are going to change our district we are going to change our section, and we're going to change the churches in section three, and we're going to do it by prayer. Because the enemy's coming out against churches, the enemy's coming out against ministries, and the enemy's coming out against the people of God. And the one thing that's going to withhold all of that and is going to change all of that is prayer. And I know it's a sacrifice, I know it's a Monday night, but every church, every section across our district is going to be there. So I highly, highly recommend you coming. You won't want to miss it, amen, because we are going to have a time in the house of the Lord. And then we got Bobby Wade coming in. That's going to be a great service. And then in March, uh, I believe it's March 23rd or 24th, I can't. Uh, off the top of my head, we're going to have uh, the kickoff service for our T.O.P. Luray. Uh, Brother Douglas is coming in. Their church is doing the music. Their church is uh, going to preach the word. We're going to be there. We're going to support them. It's Saturday at 3.30. It's in Luray, Virginia. It's probably 45 minutes from here. We're going to have a time in the Lord. Amen. Because we're going to take this gospel to every single town. It doesn't matter to me how big or how small. It is every single city, every single town deserves to have a truth church in it. Amen? And we're going to plant one in Luray. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, Jesus said, I give unto you 
the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Everybody say the kings of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You're looking at a pastor that believes that we, the church of God, has the authority and has the power to bind stuff here on earth and, and, and to loose it into heaven. I believe we can bind the sin that's going around us, the, the tide of our country, Brother Luke. I believe we can bind that, we can push it back, and we can loose God's anointing and we can loose God's power. But let's take it and break it down on a personal level. I believe that we can bind Sister Janine's uh, sickness and, and turn it around. I can bind the problem going on with my foot today and I can loose the power of God in this house because God has already given us some keys for the kingdom. You may be seated. I bet if all of us took out our key rings we would find some keys on there that we forgot that they were what they're for. We don't even remember, especially Arnell. He's got like a ton of keys on his key ring. And uh, so the other day I found a set of keys. I was going through my, my, my drawer on my desk and everything. I found a set of keys for two cars I haven't owned for, for years. They were still on the key ring and they were still shuffed up in my car. I, I, I had some keys and I couldn't remember. I was sitting there. Anybody been like that? You're just going through your key ring and you're like, what was this for? Where did this key, what did this key unlock? And, and I, I got keys from locks that we've had on the trailers that we don't even have anymore. And I've got, I was just like, what is this key for? I don't remember what it's going. And so I started thinking in my mind, what's this one for? This is for the Exeter building. I still had a key to the old Exeter building that we used to rent. Remember when we rented it every night for Wednesday night service and they gave us our own key? I, I still had that key on my key ring and then I got going through and I found a key to the funeral home that we used to rent and then I remember I remembered what that was for and I remembered what that key uh, went to and and then I found some for my old house and my garage doors and I just had keys everywhere that I forgot what it was all about and what they were for I, I forgot I had something in my hand that gave me access and authority to enter into something that's either mine or no longer was mine. If they didn't change the locks and my key would still unlock that door because I had the key, I could walk into that house. I want to come and tell you today that there are some things that God has already given the church keys to that we have forgotten what they're for. He has already given us a key to walk into the miraculous. He's already given us a key to walk into some stuff, but they're just hanging around on our key ring and we're not even remembering what they open anymore. How often, how often do we come up against locked doors of impossibilities, locked doors of, in our lives that we need God to open, uh, some things that we, uh, we just need God to work on in our lives, but we forgot and we are spiritually ignorant of the authority that we have. We are standing by haplessly, hopelessly looking at a problem, looking at the obstacle, looking at my bank account, looking at my health, looking at what 
what the doctor's saying, looking at what's going on around us in this whole time. All we're looking at is the obstacle when God is saying, look here, look here. I have told you before, that is just a door. It is just a door. I have told you time and time again. I have given you the victory. I have given you the key. You have access into a dimension that you never have went into yet. You've give, I've given you the key. I've given you the victory. But we're running around and we're wondering why. Why are we still going through this? Why am I still looking at that door? Because we're not looking at the key. We're looking at the obstacle. I come to tell this church this morning, get your eye off of your problem and get your eyes on Jesus. Get it off of the obstacle. Get it off of the problem. Get it off of what the door is. Get it off of what's... Get it off of it, Brother Arnell. Don't get your focus on the finances. God will take care of all of that. Focus on what God is going to do. God's going to give me victory. God's going to touch my family. God's going to give us our city. God's going to give us our neighborhood. God's going to give us our county. God's going to give us our building. God's going to give us everything that we need. As a matter of fact, he has said, I've already given you the victory. I've already given you the key. All you've got to do is put the key in the door and turn it and you'll walk in to what I have for you. Now go forward. Unlock the door. Unlock the door to your miracle. Unlock the door to your victory. I want to preach to you for a short period of time. I'm sorry I didn't stop my class. I got 27 minutes. I'll try to get through. I meant to start that before I started. Uh, the master key. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what the master key is. Anybody know what a master key is? It is it's if you're superintendent of a building or, or you uh, building project, that master key, it unlocks every single key, every single door, every single lock, either in that building on that job site. It's called the master key. I gotta tell you, through studying and through looking for God and trying to find out some things, I pray, God, give us the key. What do we gotta do to reach our city? God, what do we gotta do to get this church to be a soul winning church? God, what do we do? Give us the key. Give us the key to our city. And God said, I've already given you the key. I've already given you the key but you just got to walk into it. I want to talk to you about the master key in the kingdom of God. Does anybody want to know what that master key is? Do you want to know? You might already know what the master key is to unlock every door, to unlock every victory, unlock every miracle. It's not prayer. It's not fasting. It's not reading your word. It is Jesus' name. It is the name of Jesus. His name unlocks every door. His name unlocks every situation. His name is the master key. The master key to your problem. The master key to your situation. The master key to your finances. is isn't in your wallet. It isn't in BB&T. But it is in Jesus. And if you will just turn that key and you start exercising that authority that comes under that name. I don't know about you, but my Bible says there is no name greater than the name of Jesus. At his name, the devil trembles. 
Because he knows he cannot defeat the name of Jesus. So the master key is Jesus. How many of you heard that? When we say that name, something starts to happen. When we call on the Jesus name, something starts moving. When we cry out to Jesus, you're in a wreck. You see a car coming down. What's the first thing you say? In Jesus' name, Jesus, when we call on that name, something changes. I, 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 I got to tell you, it's burned up inside. It's down inside of me today, Brother Mark and Tony, that we've taken the name of Jesus for, cre- for granted way too long. We don't understand the power that's in that name. Because if we truly did, we wouldn't just end a prayer in Jesus' name. We would begin a prayer in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over every imp in hell. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over finances. In the name of Jesus, the master key is Jesus' name. The Bible teaches us that we have many keys to enable us to partner up with God for a breakthrough and for miracles. Can I list some of them to you for today? They are prayer. Prayer is important. How many of you enjoy praying through the tabernacle? Telling you, if you can't make it on Wednesday nights, see Brother Joe. Make sure you get your email. We'll send you the YouTube link. It can't stay forever because we can't keep it. We just purchased it, and Brother Mangan gave us permission to show it to the church. Or I didn't purchase it. Brother Lanza purchased it. And uh, Brother Mangan gave us permission to show it to the church. So we will put it on there. It'll stay up, what, Joe, 24 hours, I think it was, Wednesday night. Uh, so if you can't be in church, give him your email. I'm telling you, your life will be changed by these lessons of praying through the tabernacle. So prayer is important. Praise is important. Worship is important. These are all keys. These are all things that we can use to unlock things in our lives. And prayer turns a key. Worship turns a key. Praise turns a key. They're all important, but none of those are more important than the master key. And that is the name of Jesus. Reading his words is important. I'm going to be up to date on your Bible reading. If not, catch it up. Remember, at the end of the year, we're going to put everything in the hat, and we're going to pull out a name, and whoever's name we draw is going to win $200. Well, Pastor, you shouldn't have to bribe people to read the Word of God. No, it's not bribing you. It's rewarding you. It's rewarding you for taking the time out to read the Word of God. Why, Pastor? Because it's important. Because this Word is a key. It is one of the keys that will change our lives. Obeying God, having time in our relationship with God. We got to talk to Him, folks. We got to have communication with God. We've got to speak to Him. But more importantly, we got to give Him some time to speak to us. How would you like to not? Never mind, I'm not going there. I'll just going to go past that. <laughs> a few days ago, God gave me a vision as I was studying for God, to, for this word, for the service today, and, and uh, just praying and weeping before God and trying to 
just get the mind of God. I, I don't ever come to this church without a word that I believe is directly from God. And so God had given me a vision, and in this vision, God was giving, uh, the, the, God was giving the church, God was giving people keys. And 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 as I began to say, okay, God, what are you talking about? What what are you what are you giving us keys for? What what's the deal with this? And God was giving them the keys, Luke. And how would you think that? Sorry, brother Luke. God gives us keys. How how do you think God's going to give them to us? He just kind of reaches out his hands, right? And he puts it in our hand. And he kind of gives us a key. You know, you go, me and Brother Chris, Chris has got the keys to the truck and different things. And, we'll t- and I'll say, hey, you have your key. If not, I'll give him my key. But I'm giving it to him in my hand, from my hand to his hand. And, but in this vision that God gave me, God was not putting the keys in the people's hands. He was putting them in their mouth. God, the, in the vision, I just saw God. I saw just, just the, the angel of God, the power of God. I just saw the hand reach down out of heaven, Brother Arnell, and just put a key in your mouth, not in your hand. And I, I, I begin to pray. I was like, okay, God, what's this about? Why are you not giving it to us in our hands, but you're giving it to us you're giving the keys to your church and to your people through the mouse. And after a few minutes of prayer, after a few minutes of trying to hone in on what God was saying, I felt like God spoke to me and he said, my people are thinking the key to unlock their situation, the key to turn their life around, the key that they are needing to unlock the door that's in front of them, they are thinking that it is in their hands. They are thinking that it is in their actions. That whatever I can do, whatever I can do to see it, I will do it. I need a financial blessing, I'll work overtime. I need this, I'll do this. And, I, you know, our actions, what God was saying, my people are thinking the key to unlock their situations in their actions and it's in their hands. But lo, I have come to tell you that their action is not the key. The hand is not the key. Their voice is the key. That's why I'm putting the keys in their mouth. Because what they speak, I will do. What they say will happen. Our key is not in our hands. It is in our mouth. You've heard it say time and time again, you get what you speak. And God is saying, my people have far too long tried to access doors and tried to unlock spiritual realms and have tried to walk into a new anointing by unlocking doors with keys in their hands. But it is not in their hand. It is in their mouth. And if they will speak it, I will do it. If they will speak for the walls to come down, I will bring the walls down. If they will speak for that healing, I will bring that healing. If they will speak an anointing, I will do it. It's not in our actions, but it's in our mouths. God said, I will give them the victory. Listen, listen, listen. Please listen to pastor today. 
The power of God is released in our lives when we pray, when we speak, and declare. When we speak and declare it in the spiritual realm and that we are locking up. Come on, God. We are locking up with God's power. We are locking up with God's anointing. We are locking up with God's spirit. We are locking up with God's will. We should be saying, God, not my will be done, but your will. And God, I believe, I believe that you want to see me healed. God, I, want, I believe you want to see us walk into the miraculous. You see, stay right here, God. You see, when we say and we speak and we declare in agreement with God's purpose, that is why praying in accordance and declaring scripture is so powerful. I used to laugh at people when back in the day when I was a young man and they would they would uh, speak scriptures as they were praying and they would pray scriptures but I come to realize that there's power when your spirit links up with the word of God and you start proclaiming out of your voice what the word says that it takes a whole nother level of powerfulness. It takes a whole, takes us to a whole nother level. You see, when we have an intimate relationship with God, we can hear what his now word is, what his now purpose is. Listen, I, I'm not worried about the future. I'm worried about right now. God, what do you want in my life right now? God, what do you want me to do right now? God, where do you want this church to go to right now? God, where do you want my ministry to go right now? <laughs> and when you have that relationship and you can hear God's now word, his now purpose in any given situation that we're facing. I don't know about you, but I don't want that door. I don't want that door open four years down the road. I want that door open right now. Right now, I want to step into the miraculous. Right now, I want to step into a new anointing. Right now, I want it now, God. And here's a Father, I'm praying this door right here. Oh, somebody. Somebody hear me this morning. And if you're facing a door, stand up. If you're facing an obstacle, stand up. If you need a miracle in your life, stand up. Don't worry about who's around you. Don't worry about who's looking at you. I don't care about them. I want my miracle now. I want my healing now. And repeat after me. I have this door in front of me, God. Right here. Right now. God, I want this door that stands against me. God, it's shut tight. I've tried to open it. I've tried to pray through it. I've tried everything I can, God, but I can't get the door to open. God, I want that door to be open right now. God, I want that door to come down right now. God, you see, you see, God, this door, this problem, this situation in my life, it's blocking my destiny. It's blocking my future. It's blocking my victory. And God, I'm tired of staring at the obstacle. God, I'm tired of staring at the door. God, I ask you now in the name of Jesus to break that door down. To break that 
door open. God, I want to go into my destiny. God, I want to go into what you have for me. I'm telling you, give the Lord a shout of praise right now. That door is getting ready to open. That door is getting ready to open. God. Come on, speak it. Speak that problem. God, I want whatever's going on in my toe. I want the infection, whatever it is, God. I want it out of my body. I want it gone now. God, I need a miracle. I need, God, I need Janine in church. God, I thank you what you already done. But God, I want that door to be blocked. I want that door to be knocked down. God, you're stepping. A door's blocking her destiny. God's not finished with her yet. She's still got a lot to do. God, I take that door. I command it to come down. Now, in Jesus' name, come on, proclaim your door down. Proclaim your door down. Oh, God, I want this obstacle gone. God, I believe. Do you really believe what I'm preaching to you this morning? Do you believe that in the name of Jesus, the master key, that God can take care of your problem, that God can turn your situation around, that the enemy's been trying to block your destiny, the enemy's been trying to block your ministry, the enemy's been trying to block your anointing, he's been blocking your prayers, he's been blocking your fasting. I come to serve the enemy notice today. There's a church in Leesburg, Virginia. And we're going to knock down the doors of hell. And we are going to take back what you stole from me. I'm taking back my victory. I'm taking back my family. I'm taking back my ministry. I'm taking back my anointing. You see, because I understand what the master key is. The key is Jesus' name. God, what key do you want me to use? You want me to use the key of worship? You want me to use the key of fasting? Praise team, come. If you want me to use the key of prayer, of worship, God, whatever it is, God, whatever you want me to use, God, I will do it. And God is saying to us in this building today, I want you to use all of those keys, but don't forget the most powerful key of them all, and that is my name. You see, the name of Jesus is the master key that unlocks every door and it enables us to enter into a realm of the miraculous. And yet at times, sometimes we use the name of Jesus as kind of an afterthought in our prayers. We make our requests and then we add in Jesus' name. We add it, just please stand in, I'm, I'm closing. We add it more like a habit. More like some seeker formula. We add it as like an addendum to a request that we hope God will answer. Or at least, let's be honest with one another today. Main time that some of us use the words in Jesus' name is at the close of saying a prayer of thanks for our meal. You see, it is like the key on your key ring that we have forgotten what it is there for. And the Lord spoke to me, and the Lord said to me last night, because I feel I couldn't hardly walk on my foot. 
I even called Raymond. I said, Ray, man, you might have to preach for me. Can you do it? And he's like, I thank God for young men who are willing to step in at any moment and say, Pastor, I got your back. You're Abe. You can't do it, Pastor. I'll do it. And we were sitting in our, I, I was, I, my foot was swollen. I, I was just setting up. Uh, we had family prayer. Couldn't have church prayer, so we had family prayer down in the, I don't know, it started out as practice, and then it went into intercessory prayer, and then we just started having God, a, a move of God in our basement at our house, and I, I began to proclaim God's name over my foot, and I'm like, God, I know that you've given me a word, God, but Lord, I need touch, God, because right now, I can't put it in a shoe, I couldn't put it in a sock, God, I, I just can't do it, and the Lord said, what, a, what are you supposed to be preaching? What are you supposed to be preaching? So I got up, and I started walking, and I started putting my pressure on my foot, and I started praying in the name of Jesus. Whatever this is, I command it to go. In the name of Jesus, this attack that the enemy's putting on me, I take authority over it. In the name of Jesus, does it still hurt? Yes, but does it hurt so bad I can't walk on it? No. Why? Because I unlocked something. I unlocked the touch from God. I unlocked God's miracle working power in my body last night. And you see, and then as I begin to pray, the Lord spoke to me one more time. And he said, Ray, it is time for my people to rediscover the power of my name. And begin to exercise it. And begin to believe it. All power. All power. From what I understand, what the word says, this tree is all power in heaven, in earth, and under earth is given to Jesus. You see, there's no name greater than his name. There's no power greater than his power. The context of Jesus saying, ask in my name, comes from John chapter 14. Jesus is saying to his disciples, I got to stop, I got to stop. I tell you the truth, anybody who has faith in me, go home and read John chapter 14. See what's going on there. Whoever has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will even do greater things than these. Because I'm going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name. There's no doubt, Bailey. Right now there's no doubt that if we call it out, in the name of Jesus, that victory is ours. Amen? Now listen, Acts 3, Acts 10, Acts 4. All of those are important. Acts chapter 16, Paul speaks to the demonic spirit in a woman and says, To the spirit. He had talked to the woman. He talked to the spirit. He said, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. And this is what the Bible says, Acts 16, 18. And it says, at that moment, not in the future, but that 
moment the spirit left her. If you'll make your way to this altar. Yet as so many Christians, we have forgotten what this key is for. The Lord is saying to us here today, I have given you the key to unlock the door that is before you. And you have forgotten the key. Listen, it's not programs. It's not music. It's not the building. It's his name. I want to give you a reminder that everything is subject to my name. Everything. Brother Ray, everything. Everything is subject to his name. If we walk in his name and we talk in his name and we pray in his name, we will have victory in his name. Now, every now and then, we pull out that key and we wave it around. But how often do we stand in front of the locked door of impossibilities of our lives or the brokenness of our lives? How many times do we stand there? You were right on target. You definitely had the word of the Lord today. Because it's in my message that brokenness is a door that the enemy has tried to keep the church in for way too long. And then God took me to Gideon. And he took me to where Gideon called everything away. And there were some pictures. And they had all of these things. And they had like 300 men is all Gideon had. But it was the broken pictures. They put picture, pictures all around with candles in them to trick the enemy. And then they broke the candles. And all the flames went up. And the enemy began to think, there's more than what I see. You see, we stand a lot of times in our lives, brokenness, impossibilities, sickness, and we get out a key, and we start trying to work that key, but it's not opening, it's not working. How many of you have prayed about something, and it just seems like that door is still closed? You've prayed for an opportunity at work, or you prayed for a promotion, it just seems like that door has closed. It's never been open. It's, you've tried to pray about it. You've tried fasting about it. You, you just haven't seemed to be able to open the door. But can I ask you, have you ever said in the name of Jesus at the beginning of that prayer and not at the ending? The name of Jesus gives us access to the realm of heaven. The name of Jesus gives us access to the miraculous. Every eye closed, every hand lifted. And when we pray in the name of Jesus, we are reminded that we do not have authority and that we do not have power in our own name. But everything that we have is from the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. And I come in this building today to tell you that that name is the master key for your miracle. That name is the master key for your victory. When you and I are here today, we have that same authority to let the enemy know that you are a child of a king and you have royal blood thrown through your veins. It is not in your power. It is not in your might. But it is in his power. It is in his authority that is at work in us and through us. And we activate it when we use 
the name of Jesus. When we have repented of our sins and we have been baptized and we have been filled with the Holy Ghost, that's God's Spirit living with us. We must be praying. We must be fasting. We must be reading His Word. And then when we do all of that, we have access to the power of His name. I want us with one, one unified voice all across this congregation as they begin to sing. I want us to call out in the name of Jesus. And then whatever you're facing, put it behind that. Whatever door you're at, put it behind that. In the name of Jesus. God, I claim that healing. God, in the name of Jesus, I claim that building.